Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Scott. Hey, yo. Is that his younger brother? It's gonna be Jeff. The cream rise to the top for you. And you're listening to all of the great action figures from our good friends at Hasbro. The fully postable. Have your own WrestleMania with all your favorite figures. Wrestling figure. He told separately from LJ. Podcast. And we are the Mount Rushmore of professional <laughs> wrestling. Hey, welcome to episode 253 of the Fully Opposable Wrestling Figure Podcast. Longest running episodic wrestling figure podcast going today. Sitting alongside next to me is my real life brother, not storyline brother, Scott. Scott, say hello. Hello. Scott, how are you doing, man? I am doing great. I have Peach Mango Bang in honor of your Mango Bango that you downed last week and somewhat enjoyed. I got Peach Mango running through me today. And I got a flu shot today, Jeff. And how did that go? It went fine. It was supposed to be at like a drive-thru where basically you just pull up in the car and it was me, Shannon, Peyton. And I figured we'd just roll up the sleeves, get the shot, and we're on our way. But I guess the drive-thru testing was closed, which was really disappointing because my plan was just to hang my ass out the window, let him <laughs> do the shot, and then we're on our way. Boom, done. But we had to get out of the car. We had to go inside. And like Lars Sullivan, I took it like a man. Got my shot. <laughs> the arm is sore now. And uh, Peyton was a champion. Got her shot. No problem. She didn't yell Jesus Christ or anything when she got it. She was brave. And uh, we were on our way. So flu shot done. Arm is a little bit sore. But uh, watch. I'm going to get the flu anyway. It'll happen. Well, I'm glad that you didn't have to put your ass outside the window. How bad would that suck if they missed and gave the flu shot to the beanbag? Oh, yeah. Or like straight into the beehole. Like that would be bad too. <laughs> not a good day it's uh thanksgiving week and we're already working blue tonight i see yes but thankfully there's a lot of cheek back there so it would have been super hard to miss and what was the tattoo that you've always wanted to get so it's going to be sc on one cheek and tt on the other because nature made the o one of my favorite tattoos if it ever came to be the o is perfectly centered <laughs> Dude, I don't know what I did to my neck. My neck is just wrenched. Like right now I have no posability in my neck. I only have posability at my waist. So you are actually not fully posable today, Jeff. I am not fully posable, dude. I have no articulation in my neck. I don't know what happened. I don't know if it's from working out. I don't know if I slept wrong on it. So say like there's somebody on my left and they go, hey, Jeff, I can turn my head to the left. But if they were on my right, I would have to rotate my hips to the right to in order to look who is saying, hey, Jeff, and my eyes would have to follow. <laughs> this sounds like a Shakira song. I have a theory on how you did it. Please tell. You were trying something that you read in Ron Jeremy's book? No, that was that was back in my single days, dude. Like, that was the last time I hurt my neck. Uh, you talked about mango or no peach mango running yes. through you right now. I have lemon drop sweet tea. I've been excited about this all week. Oh, are you cracking it open for the first time here? Yeah, I've been waiting for the show. Very, very nice. Okay. I'm going to predict that you're really, really going to enjoy this. Okay. So this is lemon drop sweet tea. And I know everybody has tried it, but out here, I have never seen it. I have never tried it. And I will say, I have found that at two places out here. There's that little liquor store uh, down the street that gets like random flavors uh -huh. and they used to carry that one. They haven't had it in a long time. And Walmart actually had a pack of the tea flavors. It was a 12 pack and I saw it there once. They haven't had it since. Ah, all right. Well, I like sweet tea. I like lemon drop, lemon drop bang. So this ought to be good. So, uh, bottoms up, Scott. Cheers. I'm going to cheers to you. I'm going to predict this hits your top seven. I get more sweet tea than I do lemon drop. Really? See, I got more lemonade flavor out of it than I did sweet tea, but it was a nice mix of the two. I mean, it's not bad, but it's just like drinking sweet tea. I don't get the lemon drop. Interesting. Okay. Well, I love sweet tea. I love lemonade. I love the mix of the two, and I love that it's not carbonated. And I do have a retraction to my mango bango last week. Oh. So... I did purchase Mango Bango, but without fully inspecting the can, it was Mango Bango Natural. And what are naturals? Bang came out with natural caffeine. It's basically a coffee bean extract that they use in these naturals. 
Well, cocaine is natural, isn't it? Uh, yes, it is. Not legal, but it is natural. Just a theory. <laughs> but for these natural, they make they use a uh, different type of uh, caffeine extract, I should say, and it changes the flavor. So, for example, I used to have the candy apple crisp bang natural and it was good but it wasn't the actual candy apple crisp with the green can that i love well this mango bango that i have is the mango bango natural and i actually liked it so now i'm really interested in trying the regular mango bango that is full of all the chemicals and the caffeine and not the coffee bean extract or whatever they use cocaine if anybody would like to get any of our shirts head on over to pro wrestling tees or whatamaneuver.net you need to check out fullyposable.com. Over there, we got some writings. We got links to those said shirts. We also have old shows, new shows, all of our, sh- well, not all of our shows. We couldn't put all of them on there, but we got the latest shows on there. So head on over to fullyposablepodcast.com. You can follow us on Twitter, YouTube, Snapchat, and the Book of Faces at fullyposable, Instagram, fullyposable, WFP. If you want to listen to any of those past podcasts, including episode one, all the way up to 252, and then this one, 253, head on over to Podbean, search Fully Posable, or Google Podcasts, just type it into the Google search and type in Fully Posable Podcast, and boom, it'll be right there on Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Please rate and review on iTunes, Scott. There is no new review this week. The call out last week did not work. It fell on deaf ears, huh? Yes, it sure did. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Oh, you sound like a dad. Thank you. Well, I am, (laughs) technically, but thank you. That's exactly what I was going for. By the word of the law, yes, I am a dad. Yes, exactly. I do fit that description. If you would like to send any audio questions, questions, or anything else at all, send it on over to fullyposablewfp at gmail.com. Scott, why don't you hit up our buddies over at FOCO? Normally, Jeff, I do a read for FOCO. Yes. But as we're getting closer to Christmas, no, I didn't ask you to say yes. Oh. See, you, you almost went into like, what was that, remote control? Or like just by rote? I started just... talking and you're like, yes. <laughs> you weren't even listening to what I had to say. I was too. Okay. All right. My gu- yeah, my guess is you checked out and you went into autopilot and you're like, Scott's going to say some dumb stuff here and blah, 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 blah. And I'll jump in when I need to. Yes. The best part is, is I actually kind of mouth the words with you when you do your FOCO read because I have it memorized not by now. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> but this week, Jeff, I am going to change it up because Christmas is right around the corner. It's time to start getting on the ball and shopping, right? Black Friday's coming up. There's going to be some great deals out there. But if you know a sports fan, and if you're listening to this podcast, you more than likely know a wrestling fan. If you know either of those, definitely head over to FOCO.com. Use code WFP10 after you load up your cart with all the cool stuff that they've got from WWE bobbleheads to buildable stadiums to basically everything in the sports world under one umbrella. FOCO's got it. FOCO.com at checkout after you've loaded up your cart with all of those goodies. Use code WFP10. Save yourself 10%. But again... Sports fan, wrestling fan, head over to foco.com, get them a gift, check out, use code WFP10, save 10%. That's foco.com, F-O-C-O.com. Scott, did you do any toy spotting? No, actually I did not because when we get to the news segment, Jeff, to kind of spoil things a little bit, there is a G.I. Joe event this Friday on Hasbro Pulse. Uh Uh-huh. I am going to be listening to that because they are going to have live pre-orders like right after the show. So that's where my toy spotting is going. So I'm predicting in advance I'm going to be spending money on Friday, which if you're listening to this Sunday would have been Scott spent money two days ago on G.I. Joe figures. Ooh, I wonder what they're in a show. I don't know yet. Uh, People are saying uh, because for some reason, Super 7 actually put something out as well about the Hasbro Pulse G.I. Joe event. So there's rumors going around that there's going to be one of those, you know how they do those robot figures? Like the old Japanese robots that walk yeah. and have like some sort of mechanism that lights up. There's yeah. rumors going around that Super 7 is going to be doing a bat figure. Oh. Which is like the Cobra robot. R- right, so right. There, yeah, there's rumors that Super 7 is doing a bat figure and that's going to be one of the items up for pre-order. So it's kind of a Super 7 Hasbro Pulse joint. 
And I'm going to definitely be on getting pre-orders. Fingers crossed, praying to the toy gods above that there is no target pre-order because we all know how that goes. <laughs> they love bots. So anyway, that is where my uh, my toy spotting money for the week is going. So it's funny you mentioned Target and bots. My employee, Eric, went on to Target.com trying to get the PS5. Ah, yeah. Did you wish him thoughts and prayers? Dude, they were gone so fast. And the funny thing is, now we have the Microsoft Teams chat. And he's over in the chats and he's like cursing up a storm about bots. And I was like, ah, yes. (laughs) Let the hate flow through. Yes. I was all, I know exactly what you're talking about, dude. This is re- regarding G.I. Joe's and wrestling figures. Same exact thing. He's like, these stupid bots and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, dropping MF bombs. And he's so yeah, cursing scalpers, I'm sure, too, because there's people selling them for like a thousand bucks. Yep, exactly. It's funny, too, because I was like, this is the exact same rhetoric that we say all the time, you know, stuff like that. So I was sitting there laughing. I was all, dude, I know exactly what you mean. This is hilarious. Not hilarious, but it's funny because you sound like us. Yeah, you felt his pain. And you know, it's funny. I was just watching an episode of The Office. As I mentioned last week, Shannon and I have been binge watching it. And the episode was Dwight goes out shopping right before Christmas and uh-huh. he buys up all of the hot toy, which is basically a Barbie doll and a princess dress with a unicorn horn on its head. But it's like okay. the hot toy for Christmas. And he bought like 20 of them. Like Dwight was the scalper. Like I needed more reason to hate this guy. And he provided it. Like he became a scalper in the episode. There were dads coming in buying the figure from him or the doll from him. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, like Dwight is that guy. Like we bitch about scalpers all the time on this show. And there's Dwight, like the biggest heel on the, on the show doing the same thing. I was dying. Eric also told me that he went to, is it Walmart or Target? One of the two. And he jumped into a line and this line was specifically for the PS5. And he said that he was in line. This worker pokes its head out. And he goes, if we did not give you a wristband, you are not getting a PS5. Oh. He was so deflated. The other thing that was funny is he checked Pop Finder for the PS5, right? Oh, good call. Okay. He sees that one target around here has the PS5. So he takes off. He heads. He's like, dude, can I take an hour off of work and head down? I was like, dude, I get it. Go for it. So he heads down. And he walks in and he walks up to the worker and he goes, do you guys have any PS5s? And the guy goes, no, we don't. Let me guess. You checked Pop Finder? And he goes, yeah. He goes, I was like, no, you never mentioned Pop Finder. (laughs) Don't tip your hand. And he goes, and the worker goes, yeah, dude. He goes, "I, I don't know where they're getting that number from because we don't have it. We don't have it in the back. We don't have it here. You know, we don't have it. And Eric's like, oh, okay. So he gets back to work, right? He checks Pop Finder again. The number is zero. Oh, man. So they he, didn't update it quick enough. Either they didn't update it or they had it and sold it or I, I don't know, dude. Anyways, Eric was like, he's so deflated, dude, because he can't get a PS5. Well, if our listeners are on the hunt for a PS5, I am reading that Black Friday, they're going to be available pretty much everywhere. I don't know how many, but they are going to be available and I guess it was a deal where they, they kept selling out of pre-orders. Because I was going to ask, did he pre-order it? And then I was like, well, he probably didn't have a chance to get one because the pre-orders went so quickly. But Correct. if you are on the hunt, they are saying Black Friday PS5s will be available. Now, whether that's online or you've got to go to the store in person, I don't know yet. But definitely start checking your ads because they are supposed to be available Black Friday. Because you got to figure, they want to move as many as possible before Christmas. So Correct. they'll be out there for sure. Gotcha. Also, I noticed uh, Christopher McLeod from the Full Force podcast. He got a Cobra Commander helmet. Have you seen this helmet? Yeah, those are pretty sweet, dude. It's got the full mirrored front on it, too, which is incredible. Yes. I was, like, looking at that. I was like, ah, that would be cool to get, but I don't really want to spend, what was it, 150 100 Yeah, it's pricey. They did a Snake Eyes and a Cobra Commander, and while they are awesome... It's more of a display piece, and I've got enough display pieces, so those are a pass for me, but they are pretty sweet. It could be your next Halloween costume. (laughs) That's not a bad idea, actually. Um, But Jeff, we did get something for our shared collection this week. Yes, we did get something, and why don't you get into it? So we had mentioned a couple weeks back that the Wrestling Asylum store had put out the black shoulder pad LOD Wrestling Buddies, and we purchased a set for ourselves. And they came in. 
And Jeff, I, I'm not trying to speak for you, but I think I can safely say that we were both very, very pleased with how they came out. I think that they perfectly captured the 80s era Road Warriors. And it's got the race spikes on the shoulder pads. Even Animal's Mohawk is a little bit raised. And they are both signed by Paul Ellering. He wrote Animal on the Animal Buddy, Hawk on the, the Hawk Buddy. And Precious Paul signed them both. There's a, a COA that comes with the buddies. They're incredible. Now, are they better than the original Pillow Buddies? Uh, it's hard to take away from those because nostalgia, we grew up with them. There's memories, all that kind of stuff. But they are very, very well made. I don't know if the blue shoulder pad set is still available on Wrestling Asylum Store. If they are, and you're on the fence, go buy them. They are awesome. You will not be disappointed. They killed it on these. I'm super happy to have them in the collection. They do come individually bagged as well. So if you're on the fence and the blue shoulder pads are still available, jump on them, guys. They are great. The blue shoulder pads are still available. I checked yesterday. Now... Yesterday was Tuesday the 17th. So as of Tuesday the 17th, yes, they were still available. Okay, that's awesome. And they are pricey, but when you think about the history of the Road Warriors, the history of the Pillow Buddies, when these things are gone, they're gone. They only make so many of them. And it's a great piece to add to the collection. Whether or not you have the originals doesn't really matter. These really stand out on their own. And they're awesome. Very well made. And again, our set was signed by Precious Paul. I don't know if they offer that on the blue shoulder pad version. If they do, highly, highly recommend getting that set. Comes Like I said, comes with a COA. It looks great. He signed them on the arm. And just a big fan. I mean, I love the Road Warriors anyway. So I was a really easy sell on this. But again, if you're on the fence, don't really let the price point stand in front of you. If I mean, look, if, if you're hugely in debt or you have a really, really tight budget, I get it. Don't buy them. But if you've got a little bit of money laying around that you were looking at investing in something else in your collection, take a look at those wrestling buddies from uh, Wrestling Asylum Store. They are awesome. When I opened them and I looked at them, I was like, yeah, this was worth the purchase. For sure. I really, it really was. The black shoulder pads, the green face paint, green and black face paint. Dude, it looked so good. And I was like, yeah, this was worth the purchase. Road Warrior Animal was supposed to auto those as well, wasn't he? He was, yeah. And... Animal passed away, as we talked about on the show, in late September. I believe it was like the 22nd. And Precious Paul signed those buddies. I believe the COA says October 11th. So they were signed two to three weeks after Animal passed away. And without Animal's signature on there, it doesn't really matter. Precious Paul signed them. And it doesn't need animal signature. It's... It's beautiful as it is. I love that Precious Paul signed it. I don't actually have a Precious Paul autograph except on that now. So that's really cool to add. I've got Animal's autograph already on the Classic Superstars 2-pack. Now Precious Paul on the Wrestling Buddies. And what a great addition to the collection. They're going to look great on display, dude. Those things are beautiful. Scott, before we jump into the news, I do have a box here. Oh. You recognize that logo? Target, yes. Did you pre-order a Legend? I pre-ordered a couple Legends. These were the only ones I was able to snag. Very, very nice. Did you get Jake? No. Oh, I so didn't. we don't... Okay, so we're not on a, a variant hunt. No, no, I wasn't able to get Jake. So, right here, in this box... I'm going to guess Mr. Number Wonderful. All these stupid stickers. They put these dumb stickers on the front. Oh my gosh, dude. Right on the front of Eddie Guerrero. All right, Celeste has nails. I'll have her get that off. All right, so there's the Eddie. Or you could just open it. Just kidding. <laughs> and then there is Mr. Wonderful with a fat sticker over it. Yeah, that's awesome. A, bi that's a nice big sticker covering up his torso. The thing that made him Mr. Number Wonderful. Lovely target. Well done. Yeah, I love these stickers that you throw on these collectibles. Great job, guys. Okay, so the sticker's not covering up the eyes. How's the paint application on the eyes on Mr. Number Wonderful? So if you look at it, his left eye is facing up and okay. the right eye is facing out. So he's got a Robert Gibson going on. Oh, no, do not do that to Robert Gibson. Well, it's true. You watched 80s NWA wrestling like I did. You yes, know what's going on. But we're not supposed to talk about that. Oh, I'm sorry. I was supposed to ignore it. 
It's like the Lanny Poffo story. We don't talk about it. No, we don't. How'd you hurt your neck again? <laughs> I don't know, but it's killing me right now, dude. So, <laughs> no, I'm never trying that again. I hope none of these figures to the right of me talk to me because I can't rotate my neck. <laughs> Shut up, knobs and sags. <laughs> God damn it. I don't have nails. I can't peel this stupid sticker off, dude. Yeah, so, don't do it. Don't do it. Just leave him for now. Let Celeste do it. So that Eddie isn't bad. The shirt is okay. That's not a bad figure. No, I do like the Eddie. That's a good one. That's one if I see in person, I'll probably pick it up. Definitely passing on um, Paul Orndorff. Because I actually really like his basic figure that came out. The one in the white trunks? Yeah, it was an awesome looking Paul Orndorff figure. No robe or anything, but I'm okay with that. Uh, Card is a tad bent. It's not as bad as I've seen other people's. Okay. So that's not too bad. How's the Mr. Wonderful? Hold on. Uh, that one's actually better than the Eddie. Okay. But uh, at least the packaging is decent. Was there any packing material inside the box? Uh, just some air bubble. Okay. Hey, that's more than Amazon usually puts in. That's what I was just about to say. <laughs> Scott, we have a little bit of news to get into. What do you say we jump into it? Let's talk about it. Oh, you gonna learn today. Scott, what you got for the news? In news outside of the wrestling figure world, Super 7 announced this week that they are doing a three and three quarter inch figure in their reaction line of ODB, one of the founding members of the Wu-Tang Clan. He will be available to order on November 30th. Oh, I was thinking uh, ODB the wrestler. Not ODB the wrestler, although that is a good guess because Super 7 does wrestling figures. But yes. no, this is ODB from the Wu-Tang Clan on a special card. It looks like a driver's license, kind of. And it's ODB with the crazy hair. Looks great. Available to order on November 30th. Okay, so I'm about to show my age, but is Wu-Tang Clan still a thing? I don't know. Oh, well, you're showing your age, too. I'm, I'm definitely showing my age. I have no idea, dude. And to be perfectly honest, I'm, I'm not a Wu-Tang Clan fan. Nothing against them. I just, I've, I've really, like, never heard their music. I love Busta Rhymes, but... And I think he's part of Wu-Tang Clan. I never played their video game. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they're still around. Hold, hold on. They had a video game? I think so, yeah. It was called, like, Shaolin Masters or something like that. Oh. I could be way off here, but uh, memory serves correctly. Yeah, Wu-Tang had a video game. Man, now I know what it feels like when we used to talk about our music to dad and mom. I'd be like, mom and dad, Nelson, <laughs> this great is the greatest two-man band ever. <laughs> What? <laughs> oh, what? my gosh. And then Dad saw their video, and he's like, son, we need to talk. Scott, what else you got? ODB. Do you know what ODB stands for, Jeff? Old Dirty Bastard. Shame on you, your language. Dude. Oh, you set me up. thought we were working blue only in the first segment. Listen to you, carrying over the news. Shame on you. <laughs> you set me up, you jerk. Knocked it out of the park. Well done. Hasbro Thank Pulse you. announced that, well, I should say they actually teased an X-Men and Transformers crossover. And then they showed off a X-Men Transformer called Ultimate Expanse. And it's essentially a Transformer robot mixed with the X-Jet. Uh, think Jetfire from the Transformers line. You had that, Jeff. Jetfire was that white jet that you could transform? Yes. Yes, so think Jetfire, but as the X-Men jet, the X-Jet. He will be coming with multiple accessories and minifigures of Sabretooth and Wolverine. Ah, here's where the bad news kicks in. It's available to order now at Target. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Pre-order. We all know how that goes, bots. TMP. Y yes, exactly. Available now to pre-order at Target and will be available at all other retailers on March 1st of next year. Okay, there was a lot of whatchamacallit going on right there. So we had a Marvel character mixed with a Transformer. A Marvel X-Men character mixed with a Transformer. When it's not even a Marvel character, it's a Marvel vehicle mixed with a Transformer. It's like when WWE and Turtles mashed up. Oh, okay. Or okay. WWE and Motu. So yeah, they, they mashed together Transformer and a jet. And now it's a transforming jet that turns into a robot. But it does come with a, come with a couple of minifigures as well. And some accessories. Okay, gotcha. Next up, and this is not actually toy news, but it's video game news, and I think it's awesome. Gears of War 5, which you can currently get for the Xbox One, 
is adding all three New Day members as playable characters. How great was that? I saw that on Twitter. Holy crap, that is awesome. Dude, the world of wrestling is bleeding over into video games, not wrestling. And I think it is awesome because Batista was in a Gears of War game. I don't know if it was Gears 5 because I stopped playing Gears of War many, many years ago. But I do have an Xbox One. I have not hooked it up yet. When I get the room done, Xbox One is getting hooked up. First game I'm buying, to be perfectly honest, it's not going to be Gears 5. It's probably going to be the Halo game, the Halo collection. But then I'm going to buy Gears of War 5, and I'm going to immediately go purchase the New Day. I think that's awesome. I love the crossover. Xavier Woods has done an incredible job of crossing over into the video game world to where IGN actually called him a friend in their article today when they wrote about this. So kudos to New Day. Congrats. That is amazing. The perfect timing to put out that New Day pack. Great job, guys. <laughs> Wait, why do you say that? Well, I mean, they just broke up New Day. Well, look, New Day's never going to be broken up, right? It's not like Big E threw him out of the ring and beat the crap out of him or something. They're all still cool. New Day's it's never like really it, broken up. It's not like he threw him through the barbershop window. Exactly. Yeah, that is a breakup. These guys just had kind of a, let's take a break. Uh, can we talk about how great it was when Bobby Heenan was all, ooh, I knew he was going to do that. Oh, can we talk about how great Bobby Heenan is in the world of wrestling? As as I've always said many times over, the greatest performer of all time. He could do it all. He could wrestle. He could talk. He could promote a match. He could do commentary. He could manage. I mean, he was incredible. Best performer of all time in the history of wrestling. And I will stand by that till the day I die. And uh, the last bit of news, Jeff, I kind of touched on it earlier in a bit of a spoiler, but uh, Hasbro Pulse. And again, if you're listening to this on Sunday, it would be two days ago had a G.I. Joe event where I guarantee Scott has dropped money on upcoming G.I. Joe figures. I guarantee it. So any ideas, any leaks, any rumors of what's going to be at the Hasbro Pulse event? So there were rumors of Flint and Lady J as part of the next classified series. And at the last Hasbro event, they only announced the Cobra Trooper or the Cobra Infantry and Zartan. They did not say Lady J or Flint. So I'm going to guess that those two figures are going to be up for pre-order. I'm hoping for another Storm Shadow. I'm hoping for Stalker, but it's kind of a wait and see. They're probably going to announce uh, Snake Eyes movie figures, and that's cool. I'll most likely be passing on those because Classified is kind of taking all my money. So <laughs> I'm probably going to stick to the Classified. I don't think they're going to have any more Walmart retro pre-orders. Uh, my guess would be a couple of the Classifieds, and it's going to be Snake Eyes movie heavy. But again, I don't know that yet. It's still a couple days away, but I guarantee that Scott spent money. How much do you think Target workers hate their lives right now? Oh man, between the PS5 and people still coming and looking for Cobra Trooper, and they're going <laughs> to hate it even more in January when Zartan, or um, not Zartan, Firefly and the Cobra Viper Trooper release. Right, right. Like they must hate their lives. Like the people that are working in the electronics department and the toy department just may hate their lives. They're like I could see a lot of people just insta quitting. Just like yes. I can't take this anymore. I'm out. <laughs> screw Target, screw Pop Finder. <laughs> they have nightmares about it. <laughs> yeah, if you work in the video game or toy department, oh my goodness, you are going to hate people by the end of this. You are just going to hate people. There's going to be a line of Karen's just like waiting to talk to your manager. <laughs> And some of them are going to be dude Karens. That would make a good Saturday Night Live character. Man Karen. <laughs> Scott, switching over to wrestling figure news. In the WWE news, they showed off the Rob Gronkowski figure. Did you see it? Yep. And we're moving on from that. Yes, we are. Also, they showed off Series 2 of the Championship Showdown figures. Bobby Lashley, Booker T, Orton Cena, Basics, Rock Triple H. Kind of from the 2000s basics yeah they're, they're essentially battle packs right you got to think they're replacing them yeah but they're coming with those cool side plates though no 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 it's it, it's great i mean the two packs the battle packs were great because you got two figures in there most of the times you got an accessory like a belt or a plate of pancakes so it's great that they're doing the side plates i love it but can you just tell us that these are replacing battle packs because i mean all signs point towards these are replacing battle packs Yes, that's what the signs are pointing towards, but I have not heard an official word yet. Yeah, I'm guessing because they did not announce anything at Wrestle, not WrestleFest, Ringside Fest about that. Wow, mine went to video games there again. Um, I would imagine <laughs> we'll hear something probably at New York Toy Fair, whatever shape or form that's going to take. 
but that'll be February. But there's got to be an announcement that Battle Pack... Are you just going to let it go without saying anything? Like, that's kind of disrespectful to the Battle Pack line. You figure there should be an announcement of some type. Don't just let it die and then forget about it. So I've been checking the wrestling figure message boards, and I haven't seen anything Steve Ozer saying, yes, this is replacing it. I haven't seen anything. But Steve Ozer is elites, right? Steve Ozer doesn't do basics. I thought that was somebody else's domain. Well, no, as far as design work, Bill does the elites, and I think he does the ultimate editions. Don't quote me on that part. Okay. I know he does the elites 100%, but I think Steve Ozer manages the whole, or does the marketing for all of it. Okay. He's like he's like the whole voice for everything, while Bill works on elites, and I, I want to say he does ultimates, but don't, as I said, don't quote me on that. Okay. Gotcha. I figured it was just Bill and Steve doing the elites and then the basics were somebody else's ball to run with. And again, love the battle pack concept. It's always cool when you can get two figures at a time. I'm coming at this as like a kid going into the store, buying a toy. Look, there's two figures for 20 bucks. Cool. Let's get that. That's easy. Basics. Fine. I love that these new ones come with the side plates, but if you're going to do it with battle packs, just let us know. Also on ringside collectibles, AEW figures, Blood Variants, Cody, and Dustin Rhodes 2-pack. Did you see these, Scott? Yes, I did, and love it. I remember the match. I remember Cody's speech afterwards. I'm not crying. You're crying. It was awesome (laughs) and a great 2-pack. I love that they're actually doing Blood Variants. That's definitely something that Mattel has strayed from or specifically intentionally stayed away from. So... Kudos to Jazzwares for just being like, screw it, we're putting blood on the figures. Deal with it. It's online exclusive, so it's not like it's a retail thing where kids are going to see it on the pegs. Great yeah. move. Online exclusive. Totally makes sense for something like that. Great two-pack. They are spattered with blood, so there's a blood spatter pattern, Scott, which I have to analyze because I've been watching a lot of forensic files, so I have to <laughs> analyze the blood spatter on the figures. <laughs> okay. What? So, suddenly you're a CSI expert. Yes, I am. Okay. What, okay. what does CSI stand for? Uh, <laughs> I don't Miami, New York. New Orleans. New Orleans. That's what it stands for. Cop, cops, suspects, and inspectors. That's what it stands for, right? No, it doesn't. Oh, I was close. Will you stop? Get out of here. I have to inspect the blood patterns on the toy. Get out of here. Scott, we do have a listener segment. What do you say we jump into it? Let's go talk to him. And I just want to hear from my people. Tell me, can I hear from my people? I just want to hear from my people. And I just want to listen. Scott, first question comes in from Christopher Dean. Hello, gentlemen. Hope you are doing well. With the network celebrating 30 years of Taker, what do you think are the top five Undertaker figures? No restrictions on company. You can even include bust or statues also what are your personal favorites in your collection jeff i think i know yours with your recent signature but let me know scott did you ever get a taker signature i know he's not your favorite but i have a sneaky suspicion you have a signing story too take care guys obviously my signature of the taker jack's classic three pack is definitely my favorite um with a green paint pen on it he didn't do purple he didn't do black he did a green paint pen he took my paint pen signed over it with the green it looks fantastic i love it so yeah that's my favorite set of taker figures i guess you could say with that autograph it was funny too because when we met him over at frankenson's in los angeles you got in line and you had to do a picture first Then you had to wrap around and get back into line for the signing. So we were there total for about six, seven hours. I mean, it was a long day. But anyways, we get up to take her for the photo. We walk in. Undertaker holds his hand out. And Celeste totally no-sells him and walks right by him. (laughs) Oh, she big-time taker. She big-time taker. Oh, She's motioning to me. She's doing something over to the left. She knows I'm talking about her, but I don't know what's going on over there. Anyway, saying, shut up. You better stop talking about me right now to your <laughs> listeners. I just got a scowl. I don't know what that scowl was for. Anyway, she big times Taker, right? Oh my goodness. And Taker is watching her walk by and I'm like, oh my God, she just big time Taker. Oh. So I actually had to say something. I was all Celeste, uh, Taker. And she turns and she goes, oh, hi. And then she shakes his hand. (laughs) Oh, you're here. Okay. (laughs) 
but he's he did say he goes hello and he was like had his hand out and she just walked right by oh my goodness you know what she was probably in the zone though because you've you've kind of uh, this is going to sound bad but you've kind of trained celeste like you move past you take the picture of me getting the figure signed i do the conversating you right you carry the toys and you carry the pens you take the pictures i am mr action in getting the autograph chatting this person up shaking their hand Yes. Poor Celeste. And in that role, she big time to take her. Yep. She did big time take her. So <laughs> that's my story regarding the signing. Uh, you do not have any taker signings. No, never, ever. I've never met him. And to be perfectly honest with his prices, I never will. It's just, it's too expensive, dude. I, I can't afford to take her autograph. It just, a, a name on a figure. It just, it makes no sense to me. I can't at that, at that price point. I just can't. I think the most I've paid Oof, was probably HBK in 2011 in Atlanta at Access. I think that was a $75 uh, autograph yep. plus whatever ticket master fee or whatever there was on top of that. I think that's the most I've paid for a signature. And I don't ever see myself going really higher than that. That's just too much. I mean, especially when legends are charging like 25, sometimes 20. And then you got Virgil charging 40, but that's a whole different story. But I I just can't see spending that much on an Undertaker autograph. Yes, the man's a legend. I'm not disputing that at all. But man, three, four hundred dollars for an autograph. That's just that's insane. Even if it is certified and you get a picture of him doing it like it's. And again, as Christopher mentioned, I'm not the biggest Undertaker fan. I love the American badass character. That's my favorite iteration of Taker. But I mean, look, even Hogan. Right. Or Warrior, if he was still alive. I, I, I don't see myself spending that kind of money on an, on just an autograph. Even if a picture came with it, I just, I can't see it. So what are your top five favorite Taker figures? I love that new Decade of Domination. That might be one of the best Undertaker figures of all time. The McFarlane Undertaker statue is Ooh, just call. out of bounds, dude. It, it's insane how good that figure is. Uh, I'm going to throw one that may not be on a lot of people's list, but it's on mine for sure. It's because it's his first figure. The Undertaker Hasbro, specifically the one with the jacket. I think adding that accessory was very, very cool on Hasbro's part. Oh, man. Other Undertaker figures. I love that three-pack that you got signed. Yeah. I love that it covered all of the different Undertakers. Uh, Let's see. And you know what's bad? Like, really bad? I don't have an Undertaker figure on the wall. Out of all my figures hanging up, dude, I've even got an Enzo figure hanging up on my wall. I don't have an Undertaker. Hold on. Hold on. You do too. Shut up. You do too. I don't have an Enzo figure hanging up on my wall. You don't have the battle pack with Cass? Hold on. And and you just cleaned it up too, though. So you may have before you rearranged it. No, it was never up on the wall. What, did you bury it? I don't know. It's probably buried somewhere in a tote out in the garage. Okay. Well, (laughs) in my situation... I even have a spark plug Holly figure sign hanging up on my wall, but no undertakers. It's bad. Like that, that needs to change. I need to get that DOD figure. That's, that's all there is to it. So my favorite is definitely the Jack's classic three pack. That's number one. Um, I do enjoy the, I forget what it was. It was at least 18, 19 where he had the purple and the mask. Oh yeah. That one is cool, dude. Okay. So there was one, not to cut you off, but there was one, where he was in the big hooded jacket, one of his elites, and he was in the big hooded jacket. Wasn't that a um, wasn't that a Toys R Us exclusive? It might have been. I'm gonna add that one to the list too because just the accessory alone made that figure. Oh, was it a man? Uh, okay, I'm trying to rack my brain right now. The bang isn't working. Was it a network spotlight or a network exclusive or something like that? It might have been, but I thought it was just one of the elites. I thought it was just in a standard Elite series. I'm going to have to look it up when we're done because I'm having a a hard time remembering which series it was in. But he had the the big hooded jacket on and it was awesome looking. Um, You know what other one I'm going to throw in is the 96 Taker that had the wings. Oh, yeah. The Defining Moment. Yes. The Defining Moment Undertaker with the wings. Just based on the costume, the job they did on that. Awesome looking figure. That's going to round out my top five. Okay. So... Definitely have to throw in the Hasbro. I mean, the Hasbro is just, it's one of those iconic figures. The red hair, the dark circles around the eyes. And, and it's an original. Like, that is his first figure. 
and Hasbro absolutely knocked it out of the park. Right, right. It, it bugged me you couldn't take the hat off because, again, I was a guy that when when you were going to do figure time, I preferred them to be as accurate as possible to when they were in the ring. That's why I didn't like shirts on the, the wrestlers. I didn't want them in their entrance gear like the Million Dollar Man, Honky Tonk Man, LJNs. Those bothered me. But uh-huh. the hat on The Undertaker, it didn't bother me too much. I was okay with it because it, it just added to the look of the figure. Now, the Orange Card series was not going to have the hat. And that's one that I may have actually put above the one with the hat. But that first figure from Hasbro is just a total home run. What other ones? I'm trying to think of Jack's. Definitely not Jack's Classic Series 1. I mean, no, the, no, 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 definitely they, not. They, what did they do? They slapped some, what was it? Titan Tron legs on them or R3 tech legs on them or something it, it, like yes, that. Yes. I think that was made during Chinese new year and that may have been the issue with it, <laughs> but yeah, it was a total Jax move on that thing. Yeah. No, on that one, Jax did have some, some really good ones. I think there was a, a finishing moves one that he was part of that I thought was really cool. The hair was like in motion him doing the choke slam or something like that. Yeah. Well, granted a lot of the finishing moves one had the crazy hair. So it looked like, you know, the move was in process. There was a taker ruler of the ring. That was awesome. That rulers of the ring series, man, did they kill it on those because they were really utilizing that new scan technology that they had the real scan. And oh my gosh, those figures. Like I remember specifically the two cool and Rikishi figures, but there was an undertaker in that set as well or that series of rulers of the ring that was really, really well done. There have been a, yeah, Jax really did a good job on the undertaker figures. Yeah. Minus Jax classic series one. (laughs) Yes. Minus that one. Thank you, Christopher Dean for sending in your question. Scott, last question of the week comes in from Josh Thompson. Hey, Jeff and Scott JT here back with that weekly question. Since we are in pie season, Ooh, I want to ask you guys what your favorite pie is. Uh, Costco apple pie. There is no better pie. Ooh, what a quick and easy question. Dude, it's my favorite pie. Now, he, the Costco apple is the, wait a the second. Costco apple wait pie is hands down. Wait a second. D- don't at me. Wait a second. Stop talking right now. Stop talking. Oh my goodness. You, you over there. Okay, Stop okay, talking. okay. I, uh, Costco the apple floor is pie. Yours. Costco apple pie. Yeah. Yes, Costco. Costco. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, what now? What kind of pie? Costco apple pie <laughs> is the. <laughs> you killed me. <laughs> Instead of grabbing Mr. Socko, I grabbed Mr. <laughs> Anyways. Yes. Okay. It's a Costco apple pie is the best pie out there. Do not at me. I don't want any tweets regarding this because I will not like it. I will not respond to it because it is not even worthy of my time. Costco apple pie is the best pie out there. Followed by Nation's lemon meringue pie. Now Nation's is a West Coast kind of diner that is specialties in pies. There's cherry pie, chocolate uh, pie. They have a bunch of different pies. Their lemon meringue is really, really good. That's one of the best lemon meringue pies. My third favorite is key lime pie. I like uh, not any... Not specific to one place, but I do enjoy key lime pie. But if I'm going to waste some calories, it's going to be on a Costco apple pie. So I will choose that pie before any other pie. Wow. Okay. I mean, there's so many choices out there. Like you didn't even mention Marie Callender's. Who? Are they Costco? I'm sorry. Did you say Costco apple apple pie? (laughs) Did you say Costco or did you say something else? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Scott, you may continue. I'm not going to argue about the Costco apple. I was just giving you a bad time. That is an incredible pie. Actually, that Costco apple is just unbelievable. We're probably going to get one also because we're going to get our pumpkin pie at Costco next week. Uh-huh. And we're going to get an apple to go with it. And I, I can't argue with you at all. It's great. I would recommend that you try the Costco cherry and peach when they're available. I never see those at our Costco. They do have them occasionally. And if you find them, I recommend them. They're both very, very good. One of my favorites is the Marie Callender's Triple Berry. And another place that makes a screaming cherry pie, as you mentioned them earlier, is Nations. Now, I'm not sure if Nations goes... I, I It's in the Bay Area, but I'm not sure if it spans down to Southern California or anything. But Nations is a little diner that also does pies. 
Their breakfast is good. They also have hot dogs there that are good. They have hamburgers there that are delicious. Well, that's supposed to be what they're known for is their hamburgers. It's not. It's their pies. It's their pie. Yeah, it's totally their pie. They're so good. Right. So you're going to say Costco apple pie as well? Uh, No, I'm not. I'm just naming off pies that are good. And you know what my favorite of all time is? What's that? And it's actually, I don't know if you can count this as pie, but it's my wife's cherry cheesecake. It is off the hook. Homemade cherry cheesecake. Does that count as pie? I would say no, because it's got the word cake in it. There's no pie. (sighs) But, but you are correct. That is delicious. I've had it a couple times and it's really good. See, I consider cheesecake to be pie. I don't consider it as cake because a cake to me has like frosting on it. It's not shaped like a cheesecake like that. It's it's usually served in a pie dish. Right. So that's why I consider cheesecake to be pie. Even though it says cake, to me, it's not a cake. I consider cheesecake pie. I can see your, your point of view on that. So yeah, homemade cherry cheesecake is the bomb. Costco apple pie is very good. And Costco is not sponsoring this episode. That's free plugs. Scott, that rounds out the listener segment. We are going to round out the show if... I could play today. What do you say we jump into it? Let's do it. If I could play today, what other things I changed? Would I just go back to the same old me? If I could play today, what other things I changed? If I could play today. Scott, we are going to play If I Could Play Today. And since Survivor Series is today, I thought, well, actually, I should say you thought it'd be a good time to play if I could play today and do Survivor Series matches. So do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Let's let you go first. I went a little overboard, I think, when you told me what you had done. Yes. And so I I have a lot of names. So you go ahead and knock your list out first. I'm anxious to see uh, who made your list based on our conversation before we started recording tonight. <laughs> so what I decided to do is I was going to do three matches. It was going to be the golden era, the 80s. I was also going to do the Attitude Era, and then I was going to do the Now, which is basically 2010 to 2020. Okay, I like that, dude. So, the Golden Era, when we started watching wrestling. On one team, it was going to be Andre LJN, Harley Race LJN, Honky Tonk Man LJN, and Warlord LJN. Oh, a team of four. Versus Hulk Hogan in the White Tank Top LJN, Axe... Bam Bam Bigelow LJN and Big Boss Man LJN. Oh, okay. I like that. We're off to a good start. (laughs) Yes, definitely. I like that you went all LJN there. So we're going to go to Attitude Era. And one of the things that I loved about the Attitude Era, tag team matches. You had the Hardys, Dudleys, uh, Edge and Christian, New Age Outlaws, Right to Censor. That's so weird that you put Right to Censor in with that group. Well, I had to X that out because you were disappointed in me, like always. But Yeah, we won't even mention the APA. We'll go straight to Right to Censor. <laughs> so on one team, I have Hardys and Edge and Christian versus the Dudleys. And originally I had Right to Censor in, but you poo-pooed all over that. Oh, yeah, big time. Like I had just eaten Taco Bell, poo-pooed all over that. <laughs> so I scratched that out and put in the New Age Outlaws. So another team of four. Oh, very good. So you went jacks on those? RA figures, throwing bone crunchers. I just went straight jacks. Okay. For the era of 2010 to 2020, I did Cena, Mattel, obviously, Rock, Mattel, obviously, CM Punk, Mattel, and Undertaker. And they are taking on Seth Rollins, Triple H, Randy Orton, Brock Lesnar. Okay. And those are all Mattels? Those are all Mattels. Okay. I like it. I like that you broke it out by era. I was not that specific. I was on a couple of my matches. So I think you're going to like the first one right off the bat. And I did get specific on which figures I'm playing with. Okay. I will spoil it. There are no bone crunchers. There are no Hasbros. There are no Galoobs. There are no LJNs. So with that said. Well, let's just stop right now. No, no. I get my turn. You got to play with your LJNs. Break your ring. (laughs) Right off the bat. AJ Styles from Figures Toy Company. Okay. Tama Tonga from Figures Toy Company. Oh, oh. Gallows and Anderson from Elite 56. Oh, Bullet Club. Go ahead. And Finn Balor from the Elite 2-pack with AJ Styles. Oh, uh-huh. They are facing the Shield from the box set. Not the then, now, forever, but the Shield box set. Okay. And the DX Walgreens exclusive Triple H and Shawn Michaels. Ah, oh, Okay. 
I like what you did there. You actually mixed up federations. Yes. I took the Bullet Club, which that was a traditional NJPW Bullet Club, and put them against perhaps two of the greatest factions in WWE history, DX and The Shield. Right to censor oh. and the oddities. No. <laughs> How dare you, sir? We're... What? You said two greatest factions of all time. <laughs> um, while I'm reading, you can go ahead and eat your Costco apple pie. And I'll just carry the segment. Oh, hell yeah, dude. I'm all over that thing. <laughs> Come Thursday, that thing is going to be all up in my gullet. Yes. Yes, for sure. You're going to be burning some calories. <laughs> Continue. So my next one, I went late 80s, or I should say mid to late 80s heels versus okay. current day faces. And this, okay. yep. So this match has the Jake the Snake Roberts Deluxe Classic Superstars figure. The Rowdy Roddy Piper entrance great. Mr. Perfect's Retrofest. Okay. Macho Man, or I should say Macho King, RSC Legends exclusive. Mm-hmm. And the soon-to-be-released Ted DiBiase Legends Series 9. Taking on Drew McIntyre, Survivor Series 2020 figure. Keith Lee, Elite 82. Big E, Elite 61. Kevin Owens, Elite 53. And Adam Cole, Elite 71. You're pretty intricate into this. Dude, I'm playing today. (laughs) Next match. And it's funny because when you were mentioning yours, I'm like, oh, I did the same thing. Sort of. So I also did the Edge and Christian and Hardy Boys team up. No way. I did. I did the Edge Classic Superstars, the one that's limited to 3,000. That was in the black trench coat with the rated R Superstar Spinner. Right. Christian's Toy Biz figure or Toy Biz Marvel. In the gold jumpsuit, uh-huh. one of the best figures ever done in any toy line. And the Jeff and Matt Hardy Jack's Classic Superstar SummerSlam exclusive two pack versus the Usos Battle Pack 44. That's where they had the black t shirts on. And Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods from the New Day box set. Ah, well done. So two of the greatest tag teams from the Attitude Era versus two of the best current day tag teams. So you had no problem mixing up the eras on this. Oh, hell no. And like I've said, dude, that's one of my favorite parts about the scale of figures now. I know that you like to kind of mix and match. But my favorite thing about the scale of figures now is that you can have all these really, really cool dream matches. The closest we could get as kids was Hasbro and Galoob. But now, Super 7, Boss Fight, FTC, Mattel, Jazzwares, they're all on the same scale. So you can have these incredible dream matches So go crazy on the era. It doesn't even matter. Next match is a women's match. So I did all of the greatest women superstars of the past up to the creation of the four horsewomen versus members of the four horsewomen and one more. So I took the Trish, Stratus, and Lita Battle Pack 64, teamed them with Wendy Richter Network Spotlight, Alundra Blaze Elite Flashback and the upcoming China WrestleMania Elite versus Bailey Elite 80, Sasha Banks Walgreens Exclusive Women's Division Elite, Charlotte Flair Ultimate Edition, Becky Lynch Elite 72, and Alexa Bliss Elite 53. I know there's going to be people going, you didn't put Asuka in there. I know, but Alexa Bliss is homegrown, very, very decorated in WWE, so that's why she made that team. Okay, so what made you put Alexa with the Four Horsewomen? Just from what I said, is the Four Horsewomen had to go in as four, but it's teams of five. And I did want to put Asuka in. I was even tempted to put Io Shirai in there. But as I said, Alexa's homegrown, dude. Like, she didn't come from anywhere else. Like, WWE essentially made her. She's a homegrown product. And has held every championship there is in WWE in the women's division. So that's why she made my list. Asuka has as well. But uh, again, Alexa gets the nod because she's homegrown. Oh, by the way, I'm going to stop you right now. Uh, Steve from the PPW podcast found the Io Shirai figure out in Chicago area. Okay. And he asked if I needed it. I was like, yeah, he sent it over. Uh, Greatest women's figure ever. Trumped Naya. Naya is now second. Sorry, Naya, but Io Shirai Shirai is fantastic. The jacket, the face, it's perfect. Wow. Okay. Well, 
I think we're going to start talking Hall of Fame list here pretty soon. Possibly. Bill talked about how great it was, and he wasn't lying. It's that good. Nice. Okay, well, it's on my top 10 list anyway, so we're good. (laughs) Main event time, folks. This, I actually kind of enjoyed this one. I took the greatest of WWE of the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, the 2000s, and the 2010s and put them against the all WCW team. So with that said, Brock Lesnar, ultimate edition, in my opinion, he's been the most dominant of the 2010s in WWE. It's debatable, but he made my list. Brock Lesnar, ultimate edition, teaming with the Hulk Hogan storm Hulk rules figure. It's Hulk Hogan from the eighties. Most dominant Bruno San Martino, classic superstar series 10. That would be your representation of the seventies. John Cena, Decade of Domination, obviously the 2000s, and Stone Cold Steve Austin, Hall of Fame figure. That would specifically be the one in the blue shorts, or I should say blue jorts, black vest, knee brace, that Stone Cold Steve Austin figure. Versus Ric Flair, Defining Moments in the Black Robe, Sting, Elite 62, Dusty Rhodes, Elite 63, Goldberg, Entrance Great, and legends ddp and that's the card well done thank you thank you. i had fun with that list i actually spent more time on that list i think than i have on any other segment we've ever done on the show i love that skit or the skit i love that <laughs> bit dude when we can get together and do the if i could play today i just start going through all these crazy matches in my head and survivor series is one of my favorite pay-per-views of the year i love it the whole team concept i'm a tag team guy anyway but like you put four or five and it's elimination style. I absolutely love it. So it's always been one of my favorite pay-per-views and being able to put figures in the mix just makes it even better. Well, it's actually debated if Survivor Series is the weaker of the four pay-per-views, meaning Rumble, Mania, and SummerSlam. Is it the weaker of the four? It's not in my book. Um, I think it is now that they do the whole SmackDown versus Raw thing. I'm not a huge fan of that. I'm more of the fan of the traditional four-on-four or five-on-five elimination style. Like, that is my jam. What they do now with SmackDown versus Raw, I get it, but it doesn't do a lot for me. And it kind of pisses me off they didn't put NXT in the mix this year. But anyway, that is my, if I could play today, Survivor Series edition. Well done. Well done. Same to you. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. Was it last year that we went to Survivor Series in Los Angeles or was it two years ago? Uh, two years ago. Was it two years ago? Yeah. Dude, time flies, right? I don't know. This year feels like two years. <laughs> <laughs> At least. <laughs> but I've saved money doing it, so that's fine. <laughs> Good point. Good point. More money for figures. Exactly. Exactly. So, Scott, that rounds out the episode. I'm not even going to try to remember all the figures that are on Wrestling Toy Tracker that we talked about tonight. We talked about Undertaker figures. We talked about lubes we talked about hasbros we talked about oj ads we're all over the board but anyways all those figures you can find on wrestlingtoytracker.com where you will find the carded and loose figures of ljn's galoobs hasbros just toys bendums defining moments and retros i knew i was forgetting something in there but anyways you can check out the carded and loose prices of those figures over at wrestlingtoytracker.com or you can find them on twitter at toy underscore tracker scott eagle moss Yes, guys, as we mentioned earlier, Christmas right around the corner. Get on the shopping ball. Do it now. Head over to Eagle Mosh. You can give them a look on Twitter at Hero Collector underscore. A bunch of cool properties under their umbrella from Battlestar Galactica, Star Trek, DC, and of course, wrestling. They have a great line of statues. And when you subscribe to the service, they will send you the statues. Don't even need to go on and order them. They just ship them to you. And they will ship you a very cool display ring to put those statues in. Again, Eagle Moss, one-stop shop for pretty much anybody on your list. Head over to Eagle Moss now. Give them a look on Twitter at HeroCollector underscore. Also, we want you guys to check out our good friends Breaker and Bane over at the Breaker Bane Power Hour. You can also check out the Power Hour Wrestling League where Scott and I are displayed on there. We're we're studly. We're we're pretty ripped on that one, dude. I'm in the best shape of my life. (laughs) Never look better. You can check that out on YouTube. But also, check out... Breaker and Bane's Power Hour on iTunes. Check out Doing the Favor. I wonder what Barry's favorite pie is. Well, if he's like me, it's pretty much all of them. It'd be Poontang. That's the correct answer, Scott. 
You sound like The Rock now. See, I was trying to stay away from The Rock during that bit. I was trying, I'm trying to defend Barry because that man is a stud and he gets all the ladies. Well, I mean, your favorite's Cocko Pie. (laughs) God damn you. Never going to live that down. Anyways. (laughs) Ever. Check out Doing the Favor. Also check out their website, doingthefavor.com, where they have the SKUs and UPCs for all wrestling figures, including AEW. So check out doingthefavor.com and check out their show on iTunes. Check out Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast with Steve and Eric, where they do a fun, fun retro show. Always a great listen. Always one of the first ones that I listen as soon as it drops. The Chick Foley Show is doing Toys for Tots. And if you would like to send any figures, send it on over to Sheena Phelps, P.O. Box 14393, Norfolk, Virginia, 23518. Or if you want to send monetary donations, Sheena Phelps, the number two at yahoo.com. And also check out their show that's available on iTunes, The Chick Foley Show. They've also got a bunch of their listeners, Jeff, in a Facebook group that Seth invited me to. So I wanted to give Seth a big thanks for that. Bunch of good dudes over there posting some really cool stuff. They do have a Facebook group. Check that out as well. I want you guys to check out the Wrestling Cheers podcast. Uh, Somebody messaged me the other day and they said, man, Justin Summers' voice always soothes me. Yeah, (laughs) He's like the Bob Ross of wrestling podcasts. He is, man. It's so relaxing. But anyways, we want you to check out Justin Summers' podcast, The Wrestling Cheers Podcast. Also, RJ over at Rinkside Rant, Rucker and Marty over at Boot to the Face. Speaking of velvety voice, Rucker guy has that voice going on over there as well. I do a show over on the Lucha central network called lucha libre figures and facts we are going to be doing our next show here and you guys are gonna have to tune in to see which wrestlers figures that we're going to be talking about so check out lucha libre figures and facts scott drunk wrestling history what you got yes give us a follow on twitter at wrestling underscore drunk our show that dropped this past friday discusses is chris jericho the greatest of all time we go over the pros the cons and one of us actually says yes Chris Jericho is the greatest of all time. So find out which one of us said that, one of the two drunkards or the host. Again, on Twitter at wrestling underscore drunk, where we're not always accurate, but we are always drunk. So I'm going to say it's not you that says yes. I don't want to spoil anything, but you're right. (laughs) Because you always say that Bobby Heenan is the greatest of all time. So, Well, in terms of wrestlers, though, dude, not in terms of like the greatest performer. Uh, the goat in terms of in-ring performers only like that was the limitation in-ring performance only yes based on what they've done in the ring we're not judging like his we talk about his promos a little bit but we're not necessarily talking about like him as a color commentator or him voicing selling pay-per-views like we're just focusing on in-ring like championships big wins pay-per-views headlined like those are the criteria oh it's ogata well see you would have been in the camp of he's not the greatest but we discuss and it's pretty entertaining so check out drunk wrestling history also check out marty and sarah love wrestling and every single day ryan buds does trivia with buds which is a fun five to ten minute podcast that you can do to exercise your brain scott roll call yes guys again Jason Wolf, this man is doing great things. As I mentioned last week, completely sold out of his Owen Hart custom Hasbro figure, or I should say figures. It was different versions of the Rocket. You got to pick which one you wanted. There are more right around the corner. I don't know who it's going to be. I have a guess, but I don't know who it's going to be. But if you want to know, and you want to know right when it happens and right when it's going on sale, you need to follow this man at Art of Jason Wolf on Twitter or on Facebook art of jason wolf but better yet head over to his website that's where you're going to do all your purchases you're going to check out his very cool artwork you can check out his past custom figures the website is doyle d-o-y-l-e draws.com get in touch with the man get a commission of, of artwork or better yet get a commission of his custom hasbro figures they're incredible the detail the craftsmanship I can't say enough good about it. You already know about his artwork. You've seen our t-shirts. They rule. But get in touch with the man. Get a commission done. His website, doyledraws.com or on Twitter at 
Art of Jason Wolf. That is W-U-L-F. And that's Roll Call, Jeff. Scott, as my voice fades off to... Oh, wait, no. That's, oh, here we go. That's Christmas. Here we that's go. Christmas time. That's Christmas time. That's, save that for Christmas, dude. All right, I'll save that for Christmas. All right. <laughs> as my belly grows into the darkness... <laughs> that's COVID weight, dude. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. Co- That's COVID, man. That's that's not uh Christmas or Thanksgiving. That's COVID. <laughs> yeah, true. That's why I wear sweatpants every day now. <laughs> you lucky son of a <laughs> SpongeBob sweatpants. <laughs> Sponge Scott sweatpants. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you. Sponge squat squ- <laughs> sweatpants. Okay. <laughs> Sponge, sponge squat <laughs> sweatpants. I love it. That's it. <laughs> Coco pie. Yes. <laughs> sponge squat for episode 253. Anything else? I hope you guys have a great Thanksgiving with your loved ones. But most importantly, stay safe, stay healthy, fig license 2016, and happy toy hunting. What the hell is my cat chewing on? Probably hey. turkey. He's uh, he's shaped like one. He's hella fat. One of your elite figures? No. Maybe your brand new Eddie Guerrero chewing the sticker off? I don't know. He's chewing on something. <laughs> he's probably eating the other cat. He's, <laughs> he's less very, competition for food. He's very rotund. Aww. <laughs> Anyways, I want to thank everyone for listening to episode two hundred and fifty-three. Hashtag Fave Life. Adios. <laughs> Let's go Jeff and Scott, the Tomb Brothers, busting out the ring But we don't take it out the box, M-O-C Happy toy hunting, we'll see you next week With the OGs of WFP Fully poseable, thank you all for listening It ain't no storyline, real life siblings So everybody go and do your toy spotting Hashtag Fig Life, adios from the Kings